What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dev the Gamer, aka Player One of God himself, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Level One News. So before we get into Level One News, as per usual, the show is now available on audio platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, any and everywhere else they it's out and on right now. That's for the audio experience. The visual experience, you can catch this on Rumble, Hideout TV, and I'm thinking about really uploading this on YouTube. So if you've been uh, tapped in and rocking with the guys, you know I've been kind of voicing that, like I might upload this on YouTube. And I think I am going to have to upload it on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of my YouTube audience, my YouTube subscribers and uh, supporters, I know y'all not about to be following me everywhere. Oh, but you be over here, you be over there, you be over there, da, 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 da. And then, you know, y'all be sitting there like, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be like, hold on now. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. So, um, yeah, those are the visual platforms and for you to get the visual experience. And, yeah. So, today's episode, man, this episode is going to be a real passionate one. Because I'm, I'm real passionate about some stuff, man. And, and it's right now in the moment. And it's like, I, I really wasn't even about to record an episode, to be honest. I really wasn't even about to record an episode. But now I'm recording because I have to. Like... The way the energy is, the way things is lining up, it's like, no, I got to speak on, on on what I got to speak on and I got to say what I got to say and I got to get it off me because if, if I just don't say nothing and I let it linger, it's it's just going to keep stirring and stirring and stewing in me and I can't let that happen. So we is going to go ahead and get through the regular news. We got some tech news to get into. We got some gaming news to get into. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, in level two news, oh man. Is it like that's where the passion gonna come in at? All of the all the passion, all whatever I feel, that's what we gonna get into when it get up to there. So let's go ahead and get into it. Am I? Oh yeah, we screened up. We screened up. Headline reads: A 23 year old self described crypto king reportedly had his Lamborghini, BMWs, and McLarens seized after investors sued him. Claiming he stole $35 million. That was a little bit of a delay. I don't know why, but my buttons is back. But uh, um, yeah, man, it's it's over for Buddy, bro. That's that's messed up, man. Just off the headline alone, it's like, dang. You had, a, you had the McLaren? Like, see, I'm a Lamborghini guy, right? I like Lamborghini. But I'm not a fan of the McLaren. Like, I get it. It's, it's a cool car, but I don't know. I like the other models. You know what I'm saying? I like the Aventador. I like the Centurion. I don't I don't really like the McLaren that much. I'm not really a McLaren guy. I mean, everybody got the McLaren. You know what I'm saying? All these people, you know, they getting up, they getting in these better situations of financial financial position for themselves. And then it's like, all right, you're going to get the luxury car. And I'm just sitting here. You know, I like Lamborghini. It's like, you get the McLaren? Like, bro, you could have got like, you could have got something else. But. It is what it is, man. So let's go ahead and get into this article. A 23-year-old Canadian who calls himself the Crypto King reportedly had $2 million worth of assets seized as he's being sued over allegations he defrauded investors. Yeah, that's never good. 
So uh, before we even continue on, that's just not good to do anyway. And that's how a lot of people be getting over and scamming a lot of these investors or people who think whatever you got started up has promise or whatever business you you didn't start it has promise you know what i'm saying so this could be anything from a small scale local lawn care service to a big scale media company or whatever you're trying to do you got people who are they see what you got going on they didn't look at your operation it's like okay you know what i give you some stuff like this we see it all the time on shark tank right people they come up with ideas they get the business up off the ground they put money and time into it and then what happens you know, they get in investors and that's how you're supposed to do it, right? You're supposed to keep building up and building up and building up until you catch the eyes of people. And it's like, okay, well, maybe this person might want to, you know, help you out and invest in y'all make a deal. Y'all strike a deal. That's just how it go, man. It's, we just talking about business. So I don't know if dude did bad business or what, but like you 23 years old and you, and you hitting it big like this, you don't need to be, you don't need to be messing off your money. Like, so to anybody out there that's that's real young or you a young man or a young woman, don't don't mess your money off and don't don't be jugging and finessing your investors, man. Like, go legit, man. You got to get legit. Like, if you really him and if you really her, you can get it any way possible, whether it's illegal, whether it's legal. And I'm not condoning or promoting any legal illegal activities. But what I'm saying is, bruh, girl, sis, whatever y'all want to be called. Um, Hold on. Excuse me, I had to burp. Just go ahead and get it legit, man. You better off being legit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be too legit to quit it, man. I don't I don't get all this other stuff. If you really if you really got the juice and the sauce like that, you you should be able to get it legit and still be able to flex and do whatever. You ain't gotta jug nobody. Let's get to you on an article. The seized assets of the man, Aiden Leaderski. I think that's leader. I don't I don't know. Hold up. I don't, I don't know. I know that's Aiden for sure, but the P in his last name might be silent, silent, because I know your last name ain't Pleaderski. You know what? His name is now Leaderskeet. Hold up. Leaderskeet. Yep. Good old Leaderskeet, right? So let's go ahead and uh keep on going. Leader Skeet include, yeah, so they seized Leader Skeet's Lamborghini, two McLarens, and two BMWs. Mm, mm, mm. Investors told the publication that at least $35 million given to Leader Skeet's company, AP Private Equity Limited, went missing. Hold up. It goes missing, huh? Mm, mm, mm. 29 creditors have a bankruptcy proceeding against leader skeet and say he owes them at least 13 almost 13 million dollars including one 65 year old woman Hold up. who told cbc toronto she invested sixty thousand dollars that she was keeping for her grandchild's oh wow he jugged the grandchildren's education money he jugged the education money that's like, bro, he almost as bad as Amber Heard jugging the the uh the, the cancer kids. Like he's almost as bad. Like he, he up there. But I don't know. I don't think anybody but the I don't think anybody is a worse jugger than Amber Heard. And I used to like Amber, too. Like, Amber, if you hear this, I used to like you, man. I used to like you. But, but, but what happened? Like what? 
What's wrong with you, man? Like, like what's wrong with you? Deuces on people's beds, man. For real. For real. Like, 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 like come on, bro. Like, like you just really woke up, stared at the ceiling, and was like, I'm going to take a deuce in the middle of the bed. Or find some way to transport a deuce from one area to the middle of the bed. Like, like this is a clear thought you had. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm completely lost. Like, and then why are you people who are financially stable and or wealthy or apt enough to create and have a, a secure financial bed, I guess I could say. And y'all do stuff like this because like I said, you got people who invest. They, they see what you got going on. And here it is. Some old lady. Hell, she walk into the coffin at this point. Some old lady. She's sitting out here doing whatever she got an extra spare 60k lying around and she says you know what she was probably thinking i'm gonna go ahead and invest this double triple this money and get that money back out from my grandkids education nah bruh he done ran off with your money lady i'm sorry he done ran off with your money game over he done ran off with your money lady <laughs> he done ran off with it let's keep going Norman Group, founder of Investigation Council PC, told CBC Toronto that the bankruptcy proceeding against Leader Skeet, who started investing in cryptocurrency as a teenager, was one of the only ways investors could try and get their money back. Leader Skeet has since had his assets and bank accounts frozen, according to the report. Leader Skeet reportedly was renting a lakefront mansion in Burlington, Ontario, that he spent $45,000 a month for and previously paid for promotional articles about himself on websites like Forbes Publication in Monaco and far-right publication Daily Caller. Wow. Okay, yeah, we don't need to read no more of this. But this, that's wild, bro. That's wild. He paid like, 45000 a month. Hey, listen to me. I understand that when you get money, right? You get money, you climbing up the tax bracket, you climbing up the financial ladder, you able to afford nicer things. You know what I'm saying? You went from, um, you know, TV dinners to steak dinners, all of that, right? That's cool. I'm not paying $45,000 a month for a damn, all right? I'm not paying forty-five for nothing. Game over. You're not about to catch me spending $45,000 on nothing unless I necessarily have to. And I'm not in no position as of right now. No, I, I'm really not paying $45,000 for nothing. But even when I get into a financially stable position and or I'm a millionaire, $100,000, but when I am a gazillion William Wiles in there, right, I'm not paying $45,000 a month to nothing and or for nothing but taxes. I, I'm not. It's just not possible. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. But also to touch on something else about that article, you know, he 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 was a self-proclaimed crypto king. Now, I keep telling y'all that crypto is a good thing. But the thing of the matter is, no matter what the the barter or trade system is, no matter what the, the item, the subject at hand is that is of trade, people always going to find some way to try and be slick with it. Right. You know, it's just something you can't you can't get around it. People are always going to try and be slick. Everybody, no matter what side of the fence you on, people are going to find a way to be slick about it, cut corners. That way they could get ahead and do whatever. It's just how the game go, man. Mm, excuse me, I had to burp. It's just how the game go. I'm burping a lot. I think it's what I ate previous to even getting on. But um, as I digress, 
yeah, man, you know, it's just people cut corners and they do what they do. But as far as that, I don't, you shouldn't have to do that if you run in a business and especially if your business is profitable. So if you generate an income and you generating money with your business, you don't need to be running off with people's money. Like you don't need to be doing that. That's just bad business on your end. You know what I'm saying? So if all of that is to be true, that's bad business on his end. And he didn't ran off with the old lady money. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. Sixty thousand. Like, bro, imagine you work your life, right? Imagine you you live your life and then you you get up to about 65, 70 and you got grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? And then you got a little something saved for them, you know, a little something, 60,000. So if they go to college, I mean, that's going to be a little something. It might not be everything, but it's a little something. It's better than what most people start with, right? Man, you just wake up one day and now you're getting all these notifications all this communication coming about and it's like yeah bro he running off with all our bread you like wait 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 hold on wait 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 hold on hold on hold up hey. he running off with the money oh no you know what i'm saying and then it just ends up game over you know what i'm saying it's, it just ends up real bad ends up real real bad but uh let's move into the next thing in level one news. Am I screened up? Yeah, we screened up. All right. Headline reads. Logitech's dedicated cloud gaming handheld will launch this October. Hold up. Now, as far as my knowledge, this is I tried to report on this. Um. A couple episodes ago, I tried to report on this a couple episodes ago, but it just wasn't happening. I was having technical difficulties on my end. So that particular article did. I didn't report about it. So I already knew it is. But the reason why I hit the I hit Nate dog, RP Nate dog, shout out to Nate dog. The reason why I hit the Nate dog is because it's saying cloud gaming handheld. When I first when I pulled up the article and I was reading into it, whatever previously, it didn't say anything about it being a cloud gaming handheld. So this is very interesting because I've, I've been telling y'all and it's just been projected that the cloud gaming market is only going to grow. And this is just a testament to that, or at least we'll see. But, you know, it's I mean, it's inevitable. It's just inevitable. The cloud is what it's going to be, no matter if it's PlayStation, Xbox, Google Stadia, GFN, Amazon, Luna, you're going to be on one of them. That's a guarantee. You're going to be on one of them and or using one of them. Right. So let's go ahead and get into it. And apparently it's going to cost three hundred and fifty dollars, which kind of ain't bad. We're going to have to see what the Steam Deck costs. But I mean, in comparison to the Steam Deck, I don't know because I don't remember that price. But, right, but let's get into it. Weeks after images leaked, Logitech officially unveiled its handheld device dedicated to cloud gaming. The Logitech G Cloud Gaming Handheld features a seven inch multi touch screen with a 60 hertz refresh rate and a 19 20 by 1080 resolution okay well that's not bad at all that's that's actually pretty good as far as that resolution that's not bad at all just as the leak images suggested the front of the device features two thumbsticks a d-pad and a button layout consisting of a b x and y well that's pretty standard that's pretty much standard the device's rear shows a USB-C port along with the 3.5 millimeter head for headphone jack but the handheld also supports bluetooth too Okay, so we got the images right here. We got the images right here. 
So the description of it and then what it looks like, this is actually kind of standard for um, this is definitely standard for like these gaming handhelds. If you if you've been uh, keeping up with this type of stuff on YouTube, there's people who kind of build these things. They'll like take uh, old PS2 tech or old PS3 tech and build a handheld around it. And then, hey, you can walk around with a portable PlayStation 2. Like people been doing this. So as far as this on the cloud, I mean, the layout is normal, but this is still cool in itself because now I could essentially with Google Stadia, right? More essentially because it's the best one out of all the cloud gaming platforms. And it's the only one that's actually a real platform with Google Stadia. I, I could now play on this instead of having to do it on my phone, because on Google Stadia, you can play on your phone, your TV, your laptop, uh, the Atari. Uh, I think like an Apple Watch, if your if your refrigerator got touchscreen in the in the Play Store, like it's it the possibilities are endless, and that's just with cloud gaming in general. You could do all these things on multiple platforms, but if you want to be more native in a console or a handheld, this would be the way to go. And this is dope, man. Uh, I've been having on this one feature for so long. I know y'all like. Come on, Nate, dog. Come on, Nate, dog. You got to keep up with me, man. Don't, don't poop out on me yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's a cool design. I, I like it. I like it. It's, it's a real cool design. It's dope. It got bumpers on the back. Mm-hmm. Bumpers on the back. Okay. So, Game Pass works on it because that's what's advertised. That's cool. That's cool. And, yep, there go the touchscreen functions. Oh, what is that? That looks like Gmail. That looks like Gmail. Can I? It's not letting me. Yeah, for some reason I can't um like zoom in and zoom out on my on my computer for some reason. It's like, hey, no, nah, we ain't gonna let you do that no more. Um, it's like, no, nah, you don't get that. You don't get that option no more. So let's go ahead and keep getting into it, right? The Logitech G Cloud Gaming handheld uses the Android 11 operating system and comes with Google Play Store pre-installed on the device. Okay, so that probably was Gmail that I was looking at that I could see. That's probably Gmail. Additional specs include a, a Qualcomm Snapdragon 720G processor, a 6,000, I, I think, well, a 6,000 mAh battery. I'm going to just say mAh because I want to say milliamp, but that might be wrong. Um, I got to brush up on my acronyms for some of this stuff, so don't be trying to kill me. I know y'all sitting there like... Hold up. I know y'all sitting there like, hold on now. And a micro SD card slot that you can use to expand the device's storage. Okay, yeah, so this is pretty much standard, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you keep up with this stuff on YouTube and just online and in the tech world, people have kind of made like these off-brand, these, uh, you know, random brand, random company handheld consoles uh hella consoles you know just whatever the case may be and it's just like oh it's cool so this is cool man but the fact that they said cloud gaming is pretty dope but if it comes with the google play store i'm gonna just tell y'all now just go ahead and um just go ahead and get google stadia on there it, it'll just save you just save you bro just go ahead stadia it up continuing on an article while the handheld is being marketed as the first dedicated cloud gaming handheld capable of playing Xbox Cloud Gaming and GeForce Now, Logitech confirmed that you can download additional apps via the Google Play Store, such as remote play apps and video streaming apps. Yeah, well, well, of course. Like, see, this is what I'm telling y'all, man. This is what I'm telling y'all, because I be tapped in. I, I be tapped in. I be, I be knowing, right? I be knowing. Devices like these come with Android usage, right? 
in Android technology. So if you got an Android phone, shout out to you, number one. If you got an iPhone, shout out to you. But with with handhelds like this, they more or less, from what I've seen, use Android interface and Android UI. So therefore, you could download um, the Google Play Store. You can download YouTube. You can download whatever, even though they advertise it and put it out as this is a dedicated blah, 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 or this is a dedicated boo, boo, boo. Like, it, it really don't matter. You know, you could just do whatever kind of own it. And since they go and I got pretty much thought it's the Google Play Store on there. So you better off just downloading Google Stadia as the preferred cloud gaming platform for that handheld because it's already on the google play store but i don't know if it'd be on android 11 though i don't know because i got a couple i got an android phone right and it doesn't um i can't download stadia for some reason like it just won't game over okay well buttons is acting up again game over like i don't i don't understand that one but um yeah man it's just it's just bad it's, it's just bad it won't it won't let me download stadia for some reason it just won't and i don't and i don't get it i mean i can update it software update and it's no you don't you don't get to do it game over so um or maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm tripping hold on i did have my volume down hold on hold on hold on wait 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 hold up okay yeah i'm tripping i have my volume down Oh, I'm just pressing buttons. Y'all like, bro, you got to come on, bro. You tripping, you tripping. You know I'm a professional, man. Y'all know I do this. You know, I'll be having to make sure of stuff. Look, I, look, man, I'm a one-man army. I I stand in the fight alone. <laughs> I don't care about no win and lose record. You're going to feel this pain, man. You're going to feel this pain and see this passion. I don't, I don't care about all that extra. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to the last thing in level one news. All right, I'm screened up. We screened up. Headline reads: Gearbox says Tiny Tina's Wonderlands clearly a new franchise after shattering targets. <sighs> Game over. Ah oh, man, I I've been having a lot to say about Gearbox since Borderlands Three, and 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 it's kind of been paining me, man, because. As a gamer, and especially as somebody who's been playing Borderlands since Borderlands 1, the first one, it the, the way they just been going, it, it, it just hurt, man. It, it hurts sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like you it's like when you like you you just rock with the motherfucker so hard. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears, but you rock with this motherfucker so damn hard. And it's like you you just keep doing stupid shit. Like Quit doing stupid shit, man. Like, like if you just quit doing stupid shit, maybe I could condone your choices, but I can't. You just keep doing stupid shit. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, let's get into it. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford has said new Tiny Tina's Wonderland's quote unquote experiences are in development after the game quote unquote shattered the company's targets. The Borderlands spinoff was released in March for PlayStation and Xbox consoles and PC via the Epic Games Store before hitting Steam in June. Built as a high fantasy take, take on a looter shooter, it's set within the world of a tabletop role-playing game called Bunkers and Badasses. So yeah, if you didn't know, now you know. This, this game was in the works for a while and they put it out. And yeah, it was based on Bunkers and Badasses, uh, Dragon's Keep DLC from Borderlands 2, which was 
which is probably a top three, top five Borderlands DLC of all time. Let's go ahead and get into it. We got some uh, quotables here, quote unquote. Gearbox Software achieved a major victory this past year with the launch of a new franchise, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Wonderlands shattered all of our target expectations, both critically and commercially, and I'm thrilled to report that in addition to great financial rewards from this victory that will be coming our way in the coming quarters, we have established a firm beachhead. We now clearly have a new franchise on our hands. Hold up. With future experiences already under development at Gearbox. Hold up. He didn't specify whether this meant a brand new game is already in development or if Gearbox is just working on further DLC beyond the title season pass. So, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Gearbox completed the acquisition of Tiny Tina's Wonderland's co-developer Lost Boys Interactive in June 2022. The move added around 220 team members to Gearbox, taking his global headcount to approximately 1,300 during Embracer's. Uh, oh, 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 that's a whole different thing. Okay. So, um, okay. First and foremost, there's concern here and I want to highlight it. I want to highlight it right here for, for everybody on the audio form. I'm highlighting something on the screen and I will read it for everybody on the visuals. You, you see what I'm highlighting. You see me. We now clearly have a new franchise on our hands. Hold up. Randy. Do you watch YouTube, Randy? Randy. Do you see the Borderlands community expressing their opinions, their thoughts, their passion for the game on YouTube? Do you see these people saying what could and could not be better? Have you saw the countless videos of people expressing and explaining themselves on why they quit playing Wonderlands? Do you not know what the temperature in the room is? Like, bruh, like, like, do you got on a hundred coats or do you just, you know, rocket shorts in the winners, don't fuck with splinters, bunch of sinners, something, something, catered lunch and dinners, why your drug jar looks so empty? Like, like, like Randy. Randy, Randy, come on, bro. A new franchise? I don't think you're going to find much success with Wonderlands. Now, before Wonderlands came out, I told some people I'm not buying it. I'm not getting it. Because once the information came out that it's not canon to the main story, I'm not wasting my time. I'm invested into the Borderlands story and just the game as a whole product, as a whole package, right? I'm invested into the whole thing, but more especially into the story as I'm a story person. I, I want to know why and what happens, you know, when and like, what's the whole, like, what's, what's going on here? I want to know what the story is. So, so we, I'm waiting on Borderlands 4 and I'm, it's scary hours for that. No Drake, like it's, it's scary hours for that. So with, with all of this being said, I mean, I hope it's DLC. I, I just don't hope it's another Wonderlands game. Honestly, I, I really just just from with the feedback from that you can see on YouTube. I'm pretty sure the forums look a mess as well. Like Wonderlands is just wasn't it for the long term. Some people went back to Borderlands 3 and realized it wasn't that bad, which it wasn't that bad. But the writing was kind of bad. It seems they should have put in the game. But I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, um, 
on top of that, the the mechanics, the gameplay was phenomenal in Borderlands 3. The gameplay was just outstanding. So it's not like, you know, oh man, okay, this was good, this was great. Like it like you know what you know what's so funny about the, the Borderlands 3 mechanics though? It's so great, but then like in some ways, it's not that great, right? I know y'all sitting there like Hold up. Hear me out, right? So I had went back to playing Borderlands 2 at one point, right? When Borderlands 3 came out, and I was trying to uh grab up ledges and I kept forgetting that I was on Borderlands 2. And I was just sitting there like, dang. Game over. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to I was trying to slide. I couldn't slide. I'm like, what's going on? I can't slide. I can't do nothing. And I was like, dang. The difference small shit like that makes. And then what what kills me is like, bro, grabbing and climbing up ledges is a small thing in the grand scheme of just video game development and making video games. Like it's so many different genres and different video games out here where you can grab on ledges and slide. But here you are about three, four or five installments of a franchise later. And now you can finally grab a ledge and now you can finally, you know what I'm saying? I, like, like, what is this, bro? <laughs> I was sitting there like, hold up. Like, bro, it's no way somebody thought about, hey. Let's let them grab ledges. Like, like what? Like, what is this, bro? This should have been automatic. Like, this should have just been an automatic thing. But, um, yeah, man, that we have a new franchise on our hands. I hope y'all leave this alone. And, um, and then he said, with future experiences already under development at Gearbox. So, I would think this is Borderlands 4, maybe you know, other games because Gearbox does do other games outside of Borderlands. But I would just hope it's the other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not really, like I said, a Wonderlands extension. Don't nobody need an extension of Wonderlands, man. Like, if y'all if y'all gonna put y'all's blood, sweat, and tears and, and do justice to not only y'all selves and the fans of the Borderlands, in the Borderlands community, then yeah, that's one thing and Borderlands 4 would be great. But, um, you know, I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all cast that Kevin Hart is rolling and the character he playing is like a billion times taller than him. So I don't hold up. So how you get a short man to play a tall person? I don't know. That's that's crazy. Y'all must got that God CGI over there. Y'all must have that God CGI. And that's gonna do it for level one news, man. Appreciate everybody who made it this far into the show. If you on the visual platforms, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. And uh, if you're on the audio form, rate five stars, you know what I'm saying? Follow all that good jazz. Appreciate all that. And um, before we get into level two news, man, I just I got to preface y'all and I got to give y'all a heads up. Um, curse warning, headphone alert. Put your headphones on. You're going to need to um, turn the volume down, turn your goofy down. You're going to need to do all kinds of stuff. Don't get yourself fired. Don't laugh too loud. Don't sit there and just jump up in the blaze of glory because now you amped up off my energy. No, 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 no. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. You heard what? Hey, man. When did, when has Ice Cube lied? When has Ice Cube lied? That's my point. He hasn't. So, um, I mean, he probably has. Realistically, like everybody done lied at this point. But I'm just saying, like you, you know my point. Um, yeah, man. Because I'm about to get real passionate about some stuff. I'm about to get real passionate. I might I might start cracking the decibels on the microphone. You know, I got the good crispy clean audio back. So I might be killing the audio. 
I might be in the red. So, you know, just warning now because these next few topics that we about to talk about and what I'm about to go on, I'm about to go like, hey, the gloves is off. I'm just letting you know now. The gloves are off. So let's get into it with Level 2 News, the main topic. So, y'all already have been prefaced. Let's hop right into it. Let's make sure I'm screened up. All right, I'm screened up. Headline reads, The rise of game schooling. New virtual convention to celebrate students and game designers finding fun ways to learn. So, um, this caught my attention because of just game schooling in a sense. Like, wait a minute, they got game schools? Now, I know... uh. Like a while ago, this is probably eight like months ago at this point. Like a while ago, I reported on them building like a um like a creator apartment or something, or they or somewhere overseas in like Asia or Japan, something like that. One of them places they was making a um like a creator apartment, so like you could rent a, rent the apartment if you was a like a streamer content creator, or you could rent the apartment if you did something else, and it would be tailored to your needs. So it, it'd come with a PC, it'd come with you know, it had just come with the regular apartment amenities plus what you need for what you do. And this kind of what it reminded me of. But I didn't know, like, you know, it's game schooling. When you see the word game in school, you think, oh, these people are being taught how to game. I mean, which you kind of have that. But like I broke down in my uh, video responding to Vlad where he said content creators are no, he said gamers don't produce nothing. That's it's just to my point, you know. You can coach people on how to be good at the game. You know what I'm saying? And we'll talk about that, too. You know, just about being good at video games. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Amid COVID's disruptions to education and the accompanying and the accompanying rise in both homeschooling and families seeking outside the classroom supple, yeah, supplements to help kids catch up, quote unquote, game schooling is having a moment. Combining core educational concepts with the challenges, community and excitement of competitive gaming Game schooling empowers parents and educators to find fun ways to teach kids with varying learning styles. Minecraft and Roblox were prop were popular prior to the pandemic when it came to teaching kids about everything from math and architecture to social skills. But the explosion of interest and alternatives over the past two and a half years has seen a new generation of students pair their workbooks and assignments with online meetups. OK, so before we continue, I want to point something out, right? I'm glad they I'm glad they said that in this article. Minecraft and Roblox were popular prior to the pandemic. Like a lot of y'all is new booties to like this gaming industry, right? And and I'll cut y'all some slack. I've been on and off in tune and tapped in for over the past 10 years because my own personal life is my own personal life. So there's times where I could keep up with what's going on in the video game industry in the space and gaming space streamers news tech whatever and then there's times where i wasn't you know so just uh i'm glad they put this there because minecraft and roblox were just already things before the pandemic it's just now when you got 
the the majority of people at home, people can actually now see what the hell their kids is doing. And they sitting there like, hold up. Like you just been sitting here playing Hot Wheels all goddamn day. You know, excuse the language for the sensitive ears, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just I'm glad they put that there, man, because games already be what they is. Like once you get it's like music when people have cult when artists have cult fan bases. Like, oh, this person already is cool. They already cool. They got a fan base. They can they already got their foot and they already in motion. It's just they they caught a hit. They got one and it's out of here. They out of here now, you know. So uh, let's go ahead and keep on going. Combining core educational concepts with the challenges. Oh, I already read that. Damn. Hold up. Okay. Now there's a national convention for that. This weekend, the online education platform OutSchool is organizing its first ever GameCon celebrating quote unquote gaming in all its forms, board games, video games, role play and more. Running Friday through Sunday with a wide array of $1 sessions, the gathering has carved out numerous opportunities for kids to go deep on specific games and to connect with industry professionals, as well as sessions that will allow kids to connect with a broader learning community and parents to talk with their peers about how games are being used to advance student skills. Okay, so that's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, you know, so this is this is good stuff to hear, you know what I'm saying? Because you do have different people in the classroom and they all learn different ways. You might have three kids who learn by watching and writing it down. You might have five kids who who learn who learn by just watching it. And then you might have 10 kids who learn by just listening. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody learn and, and take information and it processes different for most people. You know what I'm saying? And some things are facts and it's just straightforward and you got to get it. And some things is different. But when it comes to education, when it comes to being taught, you know, some people is a jack of all trades and they and they get it no matter which way is fed to them. And for other people, now it got to be a certain way. And this is why you got to, you know, make the make the choo choo noises and the bird and the airplane noises with your kid. Oh, do this. Like they know you're trying to feed them. It's just you appease them. Now you're stroking their ego and all that. They just can't tell you. So they just going, hey. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making all the baby noises. I know y'all sitting there like, what? <laughs> I know y'all sitting here like, hey, yo. <laughs> oh, man. I cracked myself up, boy. I tell you I cracked myself up. All right, let's let's uh, let's keep going. Some of the official attendees across the various stages will include representatives from Lego Masters, Roblox, and EA. The broader, yeah, the broader hopes for out-school organizers to inspire students to pursue their passions and network with like-minded peers through classes, games, tournaments, and connections forged in special sessions sessions with educators as well as gamers, artists, creators, and industry professionals. And we have some quotes, quote unquote. This is all about co-creating with learners. We want to create an experience to inspire learners to continue their passions, find their next passions, and dig in at a high level. So I think this is something cool, man. I think this is something cool. Do I think it'd be something on a mass scale? Probably not. Just because the reality of the world, it, it'd be integrated with technology. But I just don't know how far gaming is going to be involved in this new world we're going into. 
But as far as the educational level and like maybe making educational games for the purpose of that, like instead of I mean, Leapfrog is an example of this. Like Leapfrog, when they had the Leapfrog tablets and the iP- all that stuff, and then uh, do the stuff on the on the tablet. Like that's a form of this, but it's a little more advanced now. You know, it's actually on the console. And then what what I also do like about this though is that they are having people from the industry, and they're going to teach them and tell them about it. So now it's not just some oh I I, I was on YouTube and I saw this mom, I saw this dad, and I want to do it on YouTube. So I'm gonna do it on YouTube because somebody else doing it on YouTube. No, like they're gonna get the real sauce. They're gonna get the real sauce and as much information as they're gonna be able to get told and learn. And you know they they'll be able to like carve out a real a real pathway to this and i think this is really good for that and this is where you know video games are good right it's like if you go teach somebody tell somebody about something do that because streaming is not only okay i gotta sit in front of the camera and talk forever how long but you also gotta play the game and if you trash at the game then you better stop playing games and start doing something else on your stream because you trash than a mug game over like if you just trash it's over and and a lot of streamers is trash which is why y'all over there in that dumpster fire called twitch be over there watching them watching people just chatting for an hour yeah and then you be like oh you don't play no games no they trash <laughs> like like they trash bro like they're a gamer yeah sure but they're still trash you know what i'm saying so that's that's pretty cool and also you know it's um they say all forms of gaming now this is going to lead us into the conversation right because this is where the passion about to come in all forms of gaming board games video games role playing and more being a gamer i think if we gonna have a real deal serious conversation is uh let me get big screen let me get big screen real quick so yeah we're gonna have this conversation being a gamer we might have to include card games We might have to include life, you know what I'm saying? Scrabble, Yahtzee. We might have to include all this stuff because these are games and people do play these games. You know what I'm saying? And they're fun. Some may be educational. Some may be not. Computer games. Like, like it's so many different types of games. So, therefore, there would have to be many different types of gamers, right? Right. So that's that's what I would think. Right. So I would consider anybody who plays a game a gamer. Right. And there's levels to this or there have been names or things identified and labeled as such. So if you're somebody who plays games, but you don't play on like a consistent basis, you would be considered a casual, which means you probably the person who plays the video game one to two times out the week maybe even one to two times every so many weeks because you're too busy doing everything else, like going to work, taking care of the kids or doing whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got priorities, but everybody's priorities are different. With that being said, you got to understand that, you know, you would still be considered a gamer. You just wouldn't be a hardcore gamer. Hell, you wouldn't even be an amateur or intermediate gamer, right? And, And right now, the gaming community... Just the state of the gaming community, whether you a creator, you are a fan, you've been playing games or whatever, like people are making these elitist stances. And I'm not saying elitism elitism is bad in any way in this in this case, but 
the person I am, I got to call it straight. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to call it straight. Like some things is going to be true. Some things is going to be false, but some things is just straight down the middle because that's just what it is. Right. So I am. I'm almost 30. I'll say that. I know y'all like. Hold up. I give y'all that. I'm almost 30. Right. I've been playing video. I was born with a video game in my hand. Their Sega had a handheld. It was fat as hell. And that's the earliest game I remember having and or playing. And I had Aladdin. And that's the only game I would play. I would beat it and play it over and over and over because it was that much fun. I was a child then. And from that point on, I would go from having that, that Sega handheld to Nintendo 64s to Sega's, Sega Genesis, Game Boys, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. I've played GameCube. I'd never owned an Xbox, never will, never. The one time I had an Xbox, I didn't even, it didn't last 30, it didn't last 30 minutes in my house. I was like, bro, take this shit back. I was like, I was like, who gave this to you? Take this shit back. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. They, man, my folks came in the door like, hey, I got you a game. I looked at it. I was like, hold up. I was like, yeah, this this ain't about to cut it, bro. <laughs> I was like, this ain't it. I'm staying with my PlayStation. I'm not switching. You know what I'm saying? When you pick your side, stay on it. Let that be some life advice. Pick your side and stay on it. Um, so, you know, I've been playing games for a very long time. I've played Dreamcast. I've played GameCube. I've played Super Nintendos. I've played old stuff. I've played on Atari. I've played joysticks. I've, I've played arcade. Arcade was actually the first time I even played Tekken. I actually went to the arcade like I'm young enough, but old enough to know what the arcade is because I actually went. And this was before this. The mall in my city closed down. They had an arcade. So I would go to the arcade and that's where I first played Tekken. And it was just on from then as far as my love for fighting games and Tekken more specifically. But with that being said, throughout life, you go through things and you might not game as much. All my life, that's all I really did if I wasn't doing extracurricular activities like football, basketball, camping, etc., etc. So for me, I consider myself a gamer. As y'all know, I am the gamer because that's just what I am. A lot of my time was spent doing extracurricular activities, being outside, hanging with friends, and playing games. That's literally it. Just like most young boys growing up, that's what you did. You went outside, you hung out with your friends, you did whatever. And then you play games with your friends, with family members, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I've also played card games, board games, had all kinds of board games in the house. Had Sorry, Life, Scrabble, some stuff I mentioned. Um, what? Checkers, my grandpa, my grandpa, shout out to Papa. He um he taught me how to play chess. Like I've I've it's a lot of different games. I just suck at card games. If I told y'all the card games I don't know how to play, y'all be like Hold up. Y'all be like, Brett, excuse me? And then y'all try and take my black card as if you could take your some like it that's a whole different conversation. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So a gamer could be anybody who plays a game. Like, cause people gonna like to play semantics and antics, and I don't want to do that. If you're playing a game, you could be technically a you could technically considered a gamer. Now the state of gaming, however, and the gamer today has changed. So let's go ahead and get into this, right? So I saw this tweet. 
this tweet was trending and um it was from the from them boys over there at FaZe Clan. Shout out to FaZe Clan. And it says, is Sway speaking facts about the state of gaming? Quote, unquote. The downfall of video games started when kids complained about people being good at the game. I remember when I was a kid and saw a prestige master in Call of Duty. I didn't tell him to take a shower or go outside. I sent that motherfucker a friend request. Now, understand this. I agree with this 100%. And and what I'm going to debate, and not even debate, but what I'm going to be speaking on is this being good at the game part, right? So... This is where the difference between gamers come in at, right? It's levels to this shit. What what happens is you have people who compete. You got people who compete, but they don't really take their talents into a tournament setting. And then you got casuals. You got all these other people. So in the context of Call of Duty, yeah, that shit is probably gone. That shit is probably fucking dead. Like, I remember coming up playing Call of Duty Man, everybody was trying to learn something from the top dogs. Everybody was trying to ride and grind with the top dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it was. Back then, years ago, like early 2010s and shit like that, like Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 1, 2, I don't know about 3, but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker, like, bro, we was just trying to be dogs at the game. Like, everybody was trying to be good at the game, and if you was good at the game, motherfuckers wanted to play with you. Like, bro. I keep telling y'all, if I was able to stay consistently playing the game for like a portion of my life that I was owning, like that I wasn't able to play the game, I would probably be a top dog at Call of Duty because I was a dog at Call of Duty. I'm talking crazy shit. Like, I'm not even cool with some of the people no more, but these motherfuckers would be able to tell you like, no, Devin was a dog. Like, Dev was a pure dog. This dude was doing crazy shit. Like, I would be playing the game sitting down on the couch with the homies and shit, and people would be like, yo, this dude look like a fucking movie. Like, it look, this dude look like a fucking movie when he playing. Like, this is shit you only see in a movie. I cannot make this up. I, I'm not making this shit up. Trust me. I used to be a fucking dog at Call of Duty. I used to be a fucking dog. I used to fucking sticks and stones. I was a dog. Kill confirmed, dog. I just hate search and destroy. Domination, dog. Capture the flag, dog. Like, just fucking dog status, bro. I had that dog in me, you know what I'm saying? I still got that dog in me, but I was just something else, bro. But that's what happens when I'm when you passionate and you really into what you into. When you into what you into, you're naturally good at the game. But me personally, I have an above average type of gift to be good at any game or most games, right? I'll say most games, not any games, because some games I just I, I'm not I'm trash and I ain't even gonna lie. It, it'd be over. Game over. But for the most part, I do have a skill level. I have played in tournaments. I've played in Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. When I was a kid, my first Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, I came in third. I lost to two twins. It was a boy and a girl twin. I think so. That was that fraternal twins. I don't fucking know, bro. Hold up. But it was a. Um, this was back when Toys R Us was existed. So all you new booties out here, y'all like, what the fuck is Toys R Us? Fucking Toys R Us back in the day. I had a Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yu-Gi-Oh was popping. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh still popping, but Yu-Gi-Oh was popping, popping. And I'm like, all right, 
I need, I want to test my metal. That's the type of person and player I am. If you're better than me, if the rankings in the paper say this girl or this man, whoever is better than you, no, nah, run that. <laughs> I, I need to see for myself. Run that. You know what I'm saying? Run that. So, yeah, I went. I took my deck up there, started cleaning house, came in third. So what I got was like a poster. Uh, I think they gave me like the DVD because that's when the, uh, the I think that was like the Pyramid of Light movie came out. I don't if it know, bro. But um, it might have been like a little before that. I don't know, bro. This shit was so long ago, bro. Like, I'm young, but I'm old, bro. Trust me. I'm old as shit. But, um, yeah, man, I came in third. I lost to some twins. I was kind of heated because I was like, damn. And I think I lost. No, I lost to the brother. That's what happened. I lost to the brother, and then somebody lost to the uh, lost to the sister, and then they ended up coming in second. No, one of them lost, and then one of them came in second. Or they, I don't know, man. I just know I came in third. Yeah, I came in third, they came in second, and somebody whooped all of us. <laughs> That's just how that went. I played in the Madden tournament. I would have made, like, semifinals or quarterfinals, whatever the fuck, but listening to my dad, what the fuck I do? Throw the ball. Game over. Listening to this dude, throw the ball, throw the ball. I'm like, bro, I don't want to throw the ball. I'm up here playing against this chick, right? And her dude was coaching her. So, mind you, we sitting here just getting coached by people and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. So, we sitting here getting coached. I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here thinking like, Dad, I know what to fucking do. I'm up right now. And I know I was actually down because she scored, right? I know, oh, you let a girl score on you? Relax, bro. Y'all get killed by girls on fucking Call of Duty and Apex every day. I ain't trying to hear this shit. So, um, yeah, bro, she scored and she was up by like three points or some shit. It was like three or a whole touchdown or whatever the case. But I could I could win if I, if I could just get down. The no, yeah, it was like she was up by like two or some shit. It was real small because I was just trying to get a field goal range or some shit. But no, what I do, listen to my dad, threw the fucking ball, pick six. And I was just sitting there like, oh, game over. I was like, bro, ain't this about a bitch? I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. I was like, damn. But that was a cool experience, man. It was a cool, it was a cool run, cool experience. And then recently, within the last few years, just to jump y'all forward and let's speed this up, I, I participated in a Brawl Hall tournament and I lost my round and got knocked out immediately. <laughs> Game over. Got my ass whooped. <laughs> I got my ass whooped. But it was cool though. It was cool though, because I got to see where I was really ranked at. So even with me and just playing ranked online with Brawlhalla, I was getting better, but I just wasn't tournament level yet. And I, but personally, y'all already know how I feel about games like that. I just don't like them. As far as fighting games, I don't like games like that. I got a love hate relationship with Battle for the Grid, but that's a whole different conversation. With that being said, being good at a game does matter because it's always the motherfuckers that's trash at the fucking game. Who would sit there and be like, oh, you cheating, you doing this. Like you'll play against somebody 10 times and then you will win majority of those runs or you win all of them. And then they want to report you. They want to start talking shit. They want to start being whatever. Oh, Start crying and whining and shit like little ass bitches. And then what? Oh, they start doing all these reports. You lose your account. You got to make new accounts and shit. All this dumb ass shit. And what makes this worse, it's not even just being good at the game now. Is let's add the content creator aspect aspect to this, right? You like motherfuckers online, especially Call of Duty, people start tweaking out when they see a popular a popular person on there. 
Like they see somebody who who's uh, who's popular who make content on YouTube. They start getting ecstatic. It, oh yeah, yeah. They start fucking jacking their dick and shit and busting nuts every fucking where. And they'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe so and so is in my lobby. But then you don't do shit in the lobby except get your ass washed. And then I'm just like, bruh, like, like how you go out like this? Game over. How you go out like this? And then you start calling that motherfucker trash because he whooping your ass. Like, see, and that'd be the thing, right? They either call him trash or they'll be like, oh, well, that's just so-and-so. So that's why they good. People copping, please, playing semantic antics. When you start getting into the gaming community and things later on is where these problems start to occur at. So, yeah, it starts with being good at the game, but now it's what? It's, oh, well, um, you a streamer now, you a content creator now, you think you got to be the God Almighty, people faking and flexing like they some shit, motherfuckers think they this, that, and the third, and they really not. And with the state of gaming, it's not even just Call of Duty, it's just the gaming community and people in general, period. Like, motherfuckers think they have whole reign and seniority over any and everybody just because they was born in 1966 and they played the first fucking atari like bruh no game over like no just because you played the fucking atari don't mean shit that don't mean shit your ass don't do shit but complain about everybody else fucking complaining it's not solving the problem it's not solving the problem so dude how you solve the problem here's how you solve the problem Stop being a bitch. Stop letting shit slide. Stop being PC. Stop acting like a pussy. And people who are sitting out here being bitter on the game, quit acting like a bitch. You fucking lost. You this, that, and the third. Quit fucking sitting here thinking the content in the game is one with each other. Like the state of the game, gaming is such in a peculiar place because gaming is as popular as it's ever been it then went through oh you a nerd you a lame if you play video games hell just whole geek culture hell it ain't even gaming it's just geek culture at this point oh you lame you you a lame ass nigga you listen and watch anime oh you a did it and now all of a sudden everybody in a mama like anime everybody in a mama like games no the fuck you don't, bruh. Quit with this bullshit. Motherfuckers been hating on this shit for so long, but ever since motherfuckers started seeing people on YouTube make more than what they mama and everybody make at the motherfucking nine to five, what happened? Oh, now you jealous. Now you angry. Now you mad because a motherfucker ain't doing nothing but pressing AXBY, left, right, up, down, up, down, R1, R2, XXXXX, and made $50,000 in a month with your broke ass. Shit to be fucking getting on my goddamn nerves, bruh. Shit be getting on my motherfucking nerves, bruh, because I'm so passionate about this game and shit. Like, this shit is my life. I knew this shit would be what it is today in the sixth grade. I knew this shit. It only made sense to me. It only made sense, which is why my entire life I've been, I've been dedicated to any and everything involved around gaming. Involved around music. Involved around, revolves around, involved, whatever, because this is what it is for me. This is, like... I told y'all, I'm probably going to die creating as the God I am. I'm going to die creating content that involves video games. I'm probably going to die making the music I choose to make. I'm going to die doing these things because this is what I know. This is who I am. This is what it is. You want to talk about economics? That's a whole different type of show and that's a whole different conversation. But what does matter as far as economics and money goes is like I said. 
because now people is making extra amounts of crazy amounts of dollars streaming, making money, playing video games. They ain't working no typical traditional jobs. That's part of the reason why the game and shit is fucked up, too, because you got one side of the fence like, oh, you really don't do shit like the DJ Vlad shit. I was saying you really don't do shit. You just play the motherfucking game and or you got people who just they fucking it's just terrible. Like a lot of because the stigma is true and it's not right that. Oh, these gamers don't go outside. They don't touch grass. They don't do this. They don't do that. Bruh, bruh. Some of this is true and some of this is not. But when does some of these issues and things become people problems? Like a person problem? Like you just ain't got no home training. Like you ain't got no motherfucking act right. Like you ain't got no nothing. You can't control yourself. You don't know how to poise yourself and be professional. You don't know how to do shit. Like a lot of this shit ain't got nothing to do with games. A lot of shit that motherfuckers had problems about ain't got shit to do with no motherfucking video game. It got shit to do with you. How you move, how you feel, how you do shit. Like, like, come on, bro. And nowadays, everybody got to be a content creator. Everybody got to stream. Everybody doing this. So this makes everything different. A gamer now, when when you when uh when you tell somebody that you're a gamer, they automatically going to think, oh, do you stream on Twitch? Hold up. Why I got to stream on Twitch? Why I got to stream on Twitch to be a gamer? Oh, you going to play games? Oh, you should stream on Twitch. Hold up. Like, like, how is this even a thing? Like, how is that even correlated with each other? It shouldn't, but it is now. So the state of gaming is, is definitely a people person. It's not a people person. It's a definitely a people problem because you got fans doxing people. You you have fans doxing streamers for no reason. You got people getting canceled. You got fucking dumpster fires all over the place over there on Twitch. You got so much shit being fucked up. Like look where FaZe took it. FaZe, they grind it. They they compete in tournaments. They compete. They compete. They compete. They high level gamers. They play at a high level. And they are rewarded for their grinding. For they whatever. They they get rewarded for that shit. Hell, I commend them for that shit. Cause that's the shit I will. That's the shit I wanted to do. I want to put in hard work and 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 show people in this world in the video game industry, like, hey, I, I'm really one of them. I'm I'm top dog, and I want to represent USA in a fighting tournament. I want to do all these things. Representation fucking matters. Like I'm on a whole different type of time with this game and shit. I'm on a whole different type of time. I can't speak for everybody else, but what I can say is the gaming community today the gaming world today is not the same as it once was so everybody's sitting there saying oh back in my day yeah back in your day in 1936 where motherfucking shit was pong ain't nobody playing that shit no fucking more dog that shit is dead it's over accept it it's fucking over motherfuckers is out here playing destiny PUBG, apex legends fucking nba 2k madden fifa all kinds of other crazy shit Ain't nobody sitting here watching the dot move left to right. What type of dumbass shit is that? Hold up. Hey. The fuck wrong with you old ass motherfucking gamers? And to you young motherfuckers, you motherfuckers ain't all that cracked up. So y'all need to slow your fucking roll too. You motherfuckers just got in the game. You motherfuckers is just lucky y'all got in the game and y'all can monetize this shit. It's motherfuckers who didn't motherfucking went to fucking bat for this shit year in and year out for years. Hell, probably even decades of you motherfuckers reaping the benefits for this shit. 
So for all you fans and you new booties that's out here in the game, y'all need to show respect to motherfuckers because motherfuckers like FaZe, like Optics, like all these other motherfuckers out here who been gaming just individually and as groups since the early 2010s and been doing this since PS3 and, and beyond because right when the PS3 come around is where people really start to get competitive. That 360 PS3, yeah, everybody getting competitive now. Everybody, oh yeah, because Call of Duty is on these platforms now and, and Battlefield and all these other on this platform now. Halo and all this other shit. Like, come on, dude. Y'all got to show some respect and, and pay homage to uh, and, and respect motherfuckers who paved the way, number one. And number two, you young motherfuckers got to learn some act right. I understand y'all live in a whole different time than me and y'all grew up in a whole different time than me. But being respectable and being respectful goes a long fucking way. It goes a long fucking way. Y'all got to quit sitting here being salty ass motherfuckers. Y'all got to quit sitting here doxing motherfuckers, getting people's accounts took down. Y'all got to quit being on a lot of dumb shit because now it's not even just gaming no more. It's community. So you as a person, you got to be a better person. Quit being fucked up out here to motherfucking people. Quit doing shit because your behavior is the problem. The behavior on both sides is the fucking problem in the reality. But the behavior is the fucking pro is a fucking problem. You got to stop this shit. You got to stop with the bullshit, man. Stop. We are gamers. We are normal people. We are people. We should be able to we should be able to come together, watch somebody stream and champion that person. And we should be able to crack jokes on that motherfucker for show. We should definitely be able to do that. We should be able to sit here and be like, hey, man, look, I got a sash full of accolades and I've been doing I didn't did this in my life. I didn't did this in my life. I participated in this. I was a part of this. I helped build this. We should be able to do that as well. But if the respect is not there, if the respect is not there, the shit ain't going to fucking matter for nobody. And you know what's going to fucking um, and I didn't fart again. So if you all heard that, oh, he farted. Hold up. No, I ain't fart. I'm just moving in my seat. Uh, yeah, man. Like y'all got to stop that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? At the end, like we as gamers, we're getting bad raps. Like the game gamers are getting a bad rap because motherfuckers be on weird shit. Like, do y'all understand the general thought process of Twitch is people who play video games? They don't care about none of you motherfuckers who play guitars on that bitch. Don't nobody give a damn about none of you motherfuckers who do anything on that bitch. All motherfuckers know is video games and titties because of hot tub streams. And if it wasn't for everybody complaining and bitching about gambling, I wouldn't have knew about that shit either. Hold up. So mind you, you got you to gotta keep it a K, man. Keep it a K, bro. Everything ain't going to be fucking perfect. But for this new day and age of gaming... I think what what we there has to be there has to be labels and stuff like this shit has to be adhered to because it's always been that way. It's always been that way. But that doesn't make you less of a gamer than the next person. Anything I said in comparison to each other right now does not make you less of a gamer. Oh, well, I play card games. Oh, you're not a real gamer. How are they not a real gamer? Motherfuckers play poker for millions of dollars. That's a game. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Over. Oh, nine ball ain't a game. Eight ball ain't a game. Billiards ain't a game. Are you serious? These motherfuckers is out here smacking balls, paws for millions of dollars. Are you dumb? Game over. Like, like, at, like, man, I swear to God, bro. 
I swear to God. And it don't sound like a definitive answer to what I'm saying because at this point, it's kind of not because everybody want to be semantics and antics man and woman. Shit is fucking dumb, man. Shit is fucking dumb. If you made it to the end of the show, I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? And excuse my language for the sensitive ears as well. I told y'all I was going to be real passionate and stuff like that. And I explained it the best I could. We're going to end this out with... um. We gonna end this out with with uh, with a Chief Keef song. Shout out to Chief Keef, by the way. We gonna end this with a Chief Keef song. We gonna end this with KK off the Finally Rich album. I'm gonna catch y'all next time. Y'all stay safe and stay dangerous. Hell, just live your life and don't be on no bullshit. Gone. Me and my niggas, we ballin', we don't do no talk Sit on when I'm ballin', in my closet, I'm fallin' Fall in love with my farms, ignore us I'm ballin', I'm ballin', I'm ballin'. Me and my niggas, we ballin', we don't do no talk I sit on when I'm ballin', in my closet, I'm fallin' Fall in love with my farms, fall in love with farms You niggas, ballin', you ballin' like I'm George This love kid, she ballin' Every day I spend like falling. I'ma say I'm falling. So don't wanna call me Charlotte. My, my, my money's so gorgeous. And my niggas clock guns, no artists. They see me, they artists. Pulling up, now farts. Tats all on my body. Don't make me catch a body. This street shit is my hobby. Why I'm falling like hockey. These hoes are cheeky. They say they like my steeds. They say I got everything that I never dreamed. I say that his bitch wanna fuck me. He sneaked his ugly. Or the best money, and I got some here for me. I say that his bitch wanna fuck me. He sneed this ugly. I ordered the bitch money, and I got some here for me. My nigga, we ballin'. We don't do no talking. I see it, I want, I bought it. In my car, my father. Pullin' up and I farm. For all they know, you niggas is ballin'. I'm ballin' like I'm jarred. Me and my nigga, we ballin'. We don't do no talking. I see it, I want, I bought it. In my car, my father. I'm coming, money call, I'm coming, can't miss that shit for nothing, I say that his bitch wanna cuff me, but she ain't on the sub me, I ain't with the lovey dovey, I swear all these bitches love me, I say that his bitch wanna cuff me, but she ain't on the sub me, see I ain't with the lovey dovey, I swear all these bitches love me, me and my nigga yeah. be we don't do no talking, I see it, I want it, I bought it, in my car, I'm falling, pulling up and I'm falling, for all they know, you niggas is born. I'm ballin' like I'm jarred. Me and my niggas be ballin'. We don't do no talkin'. I see it, I want, I bought it. Me and my car, my father.